invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, The Power of Water, Your Life. Global warming means climate change, your health. Something we have never understood that I'm trying to present with classes, let's call it education classes, each week on our show is the Sharon Kleiner Hour wants to ask you and partners all over the world to become a team. And let's listen and let's learn together about our health to live on this climate. For centuries, people have said to live here, you need to get up in the morning, live your life with Earth. It's not going to live just for you. You have to learn to be healthy and be proactive. There's a word out there now named called proactive. You need to take the freedom of your own mind and begin to learn as much as you can to Be healthy, and when you're healthy, the ecosystem will become vulnerable to your health. And all of a sudden, the planet is together on this as a team. And maybe less diseases. Maybe we won't be upset about health insurance as much because we're healthier. We're helping each other. And with these classes on this show, I call them education classes, with each of the people who take from their valuable time from their very valuable professions and backgrounds to give you the opportunity to have the freedom to listen, make up your mind on what you agree with, don't agree with, with what you personally need for your own health and your life on this earth. Climate change means every moment the change, this climate has been changing from the beginning of time. And of course it has. It makes sense. But the power of the water is your life. Your life is the water. You're made up of 60 trillion cells. What is your health? The electricity coming through the air, all of the electrolytic energies right through you. No two fingerprints alike, no two eyes alike, and no two complexions alike. That's your dehydration process from the moment you were born until we pass. Is that your life? Is learning how to slow down the moisture and learning more about your personal health. And because no two people have that same dehydration, that it means you must become more individual. What is anger? What is a dry mouth? What are dry eyes? Dry eyes causing blindness. Not enough moisture in the air for your eyes to have the supplementation of what life gives you from the air of moisture. The skin has to have it. Our skin diseases and all those symptoms and problems that you found that you would like to learn to be more proactive and learn also how to cure yourself without all of this chemistry, all these toxins. Let's start getting a little bit more common sense. Drink 10 to 12 glasses of water a day. Eat the right nutrients. I think that's the secret that Earth has for us all. I, I really believe that. I've been studying for over 30 years that particular idea. Is, is it possible that we have left behind something that was so important, so exciting, as smelling the earth, living with the earth, enjoying the, all of the entertainment that is offered to us, and survival. And let's gain, join together, listen together, and you will learn with me, with these wonderful guests we've been having on, 
some answers that might be very important for each and individual, each of us. We're going to take a moment with our sponsor, Nature's Tears IMS, that is a supplement to carry with you every day because the air is dry for dry eyes. Let's listen to our sponsor, and we're going to be right back with Dr. Alan Kadish. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, the power of water, global warming, which means climate change, and your health, your health is very vital to you. And today we have a very exciting guest. We've had Dr. Kadish on before. And Dr. Alan Kadish is a pioneering naturopathic physician. He's practicing in Oregon. He is very much involved in Western and Eastern medicine to offer to his patients a true choice, he calls it, of medical care. And I'm a believer that you have your, uh, your doctors that you choose from for different reasons, for whatever reasons you want to be proactive and learn more about your health. If you have a symptom, you'll choose some different doctors, but you can go to a naturopath, and he can then or she begin to guide you to certain directions, the way you study your health and your symptoms. And today we have Dr. Kadish with us. Are you with us? I am indeed. Good morning. Thank you for taking time again. I've really appreciated it, and I know um, I would like for you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself again, and I know you've been a guest before. But uh, let's tell them a little bit about why you chose to become a naturopathic physician. Well, to be succinct, I became a naturopathic physician because after attending to my health as a youngster, multitudes of the best of the best in New York City were unable to diagnose my condition. They're all conventional physicians. And as a youngster, I left the country early and landed up actually having a cure of the disorder that I was experiencing completely and said to myself, my goodness, if a youngster can pull this off and figure this out, what in the world were these folks doing? And it turned out that they had overlooked the obvious. In this particular case, diet, including hydration, and other factors of that sort were completely overlooked. And I said, geez, I think this might be a wonderful opportunity to help others. And that's how that came about. Just as a quick note, um, as Sharon had indicated, you may want to seek care from a licensed uh, naturopathic physician, and I do say that in earnest, mm-hmm. so that you can be aware that you're getting really quality care. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because now uh, list, uh, now that you mentioned that, are there naturopathic physicians, um, let's say, uh, that you can choose from that are not licensed? There are quite a substantial number, actually, and there are schools that will give you a piece of paper claiming that you are a naturopath or a naturopathic mm-hmm. Uh, doctor or some semblance thereof, and those physicians or those individuals are not physicians nor are they trained. Unfortunately, there are only 15 states that license us mm-hmm. and actually have laws that completely govern 
the practice of medicine for naturopathic physicians, not unlike that of... So where do they go on the website? Uh, well, there's a couple of options. Uh, some members, about 40% of the profession, are um, attending AANP, which is the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Mm-hmm. And you can go on their website. That's one. But again, it's only about 40 to 50% of the total of actual naturopathic physicians. The way to assist yourself in knowing whether or not the person you're seeking care from is indeed appropriate is to ask what school they graduated from. Mm-hmm. There is one accrediting body and only one that is federally recognized. There are five schools, and that's it. If anyone says anything other than having graduated from one of those schools, they are not indeed able to sit for a board exam or a licensure exam. Okay. That's how you would know. So the and five schools quickly. No, also, and I'm going to interrupt there, too, is naturopathic physicians is one of the most exciting practices there is, and people need to be confident that if you go find that that naturopathic physician is licensed, their field is a, an exciting field for you as a listener. I, it is for me, and I find that it gives me a chance to be educated when I go into the naturopathic physician. Dr. Katie, as you know, you're educating your patients, and I go to Ellen Hines, Dr. Hines, and the thing is, is that she'll sit down and she'll take time to ask me the questions and work, work with me with some of the way I answer it and then filter through, have I get, given her all of the information? And then she builds a file on what I've been eating, what I haven't been eating, um, my attitude, my thinking, my stress, uh, more than just there for what I may be there for, wanting to learn more about something that's uncomfortable to me, a symptom we'll call it. So uh, I think it's exciting if people had a uh, website to go that they could learn more about that because they need to include a naturopathic physician in their, in their routine during the year, uh, seeing other doctors, but add that naturopathic physician and integrate the two together. And you can now go from there how a patient, an individual, can begin to integrate the naturopathic physician along with their other physicians. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as a note, your and our listening clientele can easily go to centerofhealth.com. You'll see probably within the week there will be a very large extension under articles about the historical background as well as some more access points so you can easily get, uh, regardless of where you are in the country, get access and get some idea who might be a licensed individual. So centerofhealth.com, easy access. Okay. Okay. Now, today I had mentioned I would like you to educate us about some of your favorite subjects, and we had discussed that maybe learning more about supplements because we're learning the earth is dry, it's getting drier, the temperature level uh, is going up 10 and 20 degrees, Uh, China has a different style of pollutions and dryness, Mexico has another one, and as you've heard about Argentina, People can only be outside for three hours a day. Some of them are blistering. We're hearing about Australia. We're hearing about, in our country, Dr. Kadish, Las Vegas is the driest ice spot in the whole United States. Mm-hmm. We have about five or six places in Texas that are so dry. Then we go into Georgia. We go into Utah. We have Arizona. And we could go on and on and on. Virginia, even. Uh, there's New Jersey. Massachusetts, Colorado, Pennsylvania, and one in California, Bakersfield, and in Kansas, we've got about 20 hot spots where people are really dry, and the eyes are too dry, and that means the air is too dry, and the skin is not being lubricated with the proper moisture from the air, 
and the eyes. So people turn to more supplements, uh, not to particular foods, but supplements to do a quick fix called vitamins. Um, let's educate them today about your thinking on what they should be considering and their education with that, if you would. Is that, I think that you had a plan to do that? I do indeed. I do Wonderful. Indeed. Well, what I wanted to do was start you off with an understanding about where did the supplement industry go following the upheaval of 1994. Okay. So for those of you who might recall, that was the onset of Duche. Duche is the Dietary Health and Education Act that actually allowed us to maintain supplements in the marketplace without them becoming the privy of exclusively pharmaceutical firms. Mm-hmm. With that said... There's been, of course, quite a bit of upheaval of late with consumer reports indicating that many supplements, at least from their perspective, many supplements did not meet either purity or the constituents were not what was claimed. And it's left a real hole in the reality that the majority of manufacturers are not only excellent quality, but there's been a major, major change that took place just a number of months ago. And you may have read in the paper that there's what's called GMPs, Good Manufacturing Process. Well, back in 94, when the law got passed, there actually was the intent that many years ago to say, you know what, we know that whether it's the bottled water you're drinking, whether it's the foodstuffs you're consuming, there is, in fact, federal law. The FDA says you need to meet certain requirements in order to put this produce, water, and or supplements on the table. Mm-hmm. Well, they started to put together a law, and they said, you know, what do we need for the supplement industry? Unfortunately, people have a misconception that there hasn't been an overview of, indeed, that industry. There has been at all times. The FDA was charged with that, and unfortunately, perhaps they've been less than diligent at doing that, no less than, of course, the stories you've now read about food. Same situation occurred, but they were actually mandated to get rolling on figuring out how do we make sure that what people purchase is indeed what the label claims. So Now let's back up for a second sure. um, my concerns on it. And you're right. I'm very concerned. People are allergic to the air. People are allergic to their water. How, how do they know whether or not, let's say they read the label, and, uh, you know, it's, it's like in many industries, the differences between products is something they added that's different than the other one added. But in the supplement business, are they all doing their own little chemistry a formulation to have a patent that's different? Or are they all, if you say this is vitamin A, this is vitamin C, this is vitamin D, this is your uh, calcium, this is your enzyme, are they all, do they all have to have the same type of, of, of manufacturing style, whether all, if they say vitamin A, that is vitamin A, but no triggers or no tricks, excuse me, tricks in it to make you feel like this is a, this is a better vitamin A. Is there something there, doctor, that people can understand? Yes, there is. However, now the however, it's a yes but type of answer. Indeed, when you see a label, and let's pick probably a really, really, really common product that is pretty much an inexpensive to be made product that everyone's familiar with because the newspapers are yelling and screaming about it, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. If it says that it's vitamin D, theoretically, vitamin D2 or D3, one of the two, but typically, again, you'll see it indicated on the label, is indeed what it's claimed to be. However, D2 or D3, are you yes. um, always consistently the same? 
Yes, they should. Well, just they like vitamin be. A, just like any of the others, they should okay. be the same actual ingredient. There is definition through what's called the United States Pharmacopeia that says this is what constitutes that particular chemical substance. Mm-hmm. Now, now the let's say, your question. before we move too far, right there, um, so, okay, I go over to the counter, right. and I see all these mirages of different companies to choose from, or someone that I know is also uh, involved in a multi-level business plan <laughs> called Vitamin Products right. that they can sell door-to-door. Right. And they're doing it in their, out of their home in an extra room or the garage to have a, an income. Mm-hmm. And what, what makes them different then, so you're saying that vitamin A or vitamin D two three are almost always the same, or should be the same if they profess that vitamin D vitamin three. I mean D no, or three. Let's ask, they add, should be the same. Let's add to this comment. Okay. I said it should be, but and here's the but. The but is that's that the frightening part. It does not yes indeed. It does not indicate what excipients, what quality control, what antioxidant are present to maintain the potency. Now explain what antioxidants mean to a layman. Okay, so we have different types of chemistries that occur in our body on an ongoing basis, and a particular style of uh, chemistry known as oxidation or reduction, a fancy term simply meaning that hydrogen ions either go one way or another, takes place every day. In other words, that's eliminating the toxin out of your body. Well... I think that's a little bit simplistic, but that's okay. The well, now let's be blunt. Well, They're let's, not let's look at this it. from a couple ways because okay. there really is a whole other story here okay. that I'm not sure we can tackle today, which okay. is too much of an antioxidant is no better than too little. Our body actually utilizes very appropriately. And how does a layman figure out what's too little or too much? Very good. There's a, a number of actually well-done scientific tests that are now available, blood and urine, that you can, in fact, and in fact, there's even an optical method now that's been approved that you can get a very, very fine idea exactly where you are. So okay. there is a method. But it's now, you another, said that's optical. Another that means the eyes? No. No, no. It simply means using, in this case, a yellow-green laser okay. that's directed at a hand. And okay. That, that's another story in itself. Okay. So here's the deal. The FDA is charged with getting this whole business so that everyone knows that if you purchase that same bottle from manufacturer A versus manufacturer B, what you were getting was truly what was labeled. Mm-hmm. That's the premise. And it didn't contain any adulterants. There was no drugs involved, theoretically no heavy metals, and the potency and quality would still be there two years down the line so that by the time it had hit the expiration, you were still getting within 10% of what was stated on the label. Now, for those readers who are just absolutely want to know more about this, by the way, you can easily get on the Internet, and I will have an article on my website. Mm-hmm. But this is known as the Code of Federal Registers, Part 21, mm-hmm. number 110 to 111. I know that sounds very esoteric, but, no, no, but the 815 pages, to be precise, mm-hmm. of this law are really quite fascinating because it makes a difference what you're really purchasing and whether or not it's going to do any good mm-hmm. or even harm you. Mm-hmm. So, in essence... Three or four differences. So we go to the multi-level deal, and before you even go there, think about this. How were they stored? I know. Were they kept cool? Were they in a bottle that, in fact, retarded light? Because many of the nutrients will degrade with light. (laughs) Were they, in fact, put together appropriately? Before we go forward there, so I don't forget it, when a person buys their supplement, Mm -hmm. you're just saying that they should look on the label and understand 
where it should be stored, that it's so important to their value to the supplement. That's a great example, fish oils. You might recall that there was a wonderful study with 13. They took uh, 13 samples off of a health food store shelf. This is Mm -hmm. Seattle. Exposed them solely to 70 degrees temperature in a house. Mm -hmm. So it was nothing fancy, exactly what many of our clients will experience. Mm -hmm. Within two weeks, 12 of the 13 brands actually showed rancidity meaning that they had oxidized, so they had gone rancid and bad. So for the duration of the actual ingestion of those supplements, you're going backwards, not forwards. Now, what do you do with yours? I'm going to ask you, what do you do with yours? Do you have them in the refrigerator? Absolutely. Every one of your supplements? I mean, fish oils is an excellent example where it really does make a difference. And that's omega-3s and all of them. Well, for any oil, think about any oil. As a food substance, you would want to keep it as cool as possible. There are a few exceptions that don't need that, which would be something like an olive oil, which is a monounsaturated. It simply means that there's one double bond infrequently. Mm-hmm. And the long and short of it is everyone else, whether it's fish oil, whether it's your other oils for cooking purposes, should be kept at a cooler temp mm-hmm. and preferably out of light. Okay. So when you purchase these, there's more to this story than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. You really want to look at that label carefully and understand what are they really telling you? How much vitamin E, which is the main antioxidant most of them use, how much did they include? Was it a mm-hmm. smidgen? Was it more than a smidgen? Mm-hmm. How did they process the product? Mm-hmm. How did they go about making certain that literally two years from now, when you open that bottle, what you see is what you get, and it's not going to harm you? And that's another one when you're going to purchase your products to have somebody in the store that has that knowledge for you because people will forget because they're going in there thinking that the person who sold it to them has somewhat of a knowledge. But if the person doesn't give them the knowledge and they're walking out there thinking that that's their product, they just walked out the door in their bag, something they bought with their money, and they're going to do it the darn well pleased that they think is the way to do it. But they're really, this is my concern, Dr. Kadish, is they do not. And, well, I'm guilty. Uh, through the years, I would walk out with a supplement, not sure, and get home using it the way I had always used it, but never taking enough time to get the advice. Now I want advice from somebody who's really the authority, not somebody who's working in a store who, of course, they've got a job, they're helping out, but they're not the, the professional to understand why I should be buying that and how I should be storing it. We're going to take a moment from our sponsor and Let's, this is a good one because I think this is causing a lot of toxin and we've had a lot of symptoms that people are startled about and this may be a clue for us all to think about and maybe want to learn more. And Dr. Kadish, we're going to be right back and we're going to have a moment with our sponsor. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, 
Dial 001-858-268-3068. Welcome you back to the Sharon Kleiner Hour. The power of water in your life. Without it, you can't live. This earth won't live either. You'll be like the moon, Mars, and other parts of our universe. Your body will be too. And you have a drought as much as the earth has a drought. Uh, today we're spending time with Dr. Alan Kadish, who took time away from his own practice and his patients to spend time educating us. And when we took our moment here with our sponsor, we got to hear about how to store your supplements. But Dr. Kadish, I wanted to ask you, now we were talking about when you go in to purchase a supplement, and we uh, the reason I got off the track because when you said something about storing, I thought, oh, my gosh, we better stop right there and pick up on the how to store some of these supplements. But now we're, before that, we were talking about how does a layman choose the supplement without those You know, we don't, in fact, we're very few people even in a drugstore. I'm going to say this. In all the years I've been in the medical field, how often do we all walk up and bother the pharmacist, they're busy per, uh, filling prescriptions, and ask a question even in the drugstore? So when we're going into health food stores or buying supplements anywhere, we've got to take time to study it because it's causing, I believe, Dr. Kadish, after my studies uh, and dehydration problems and the symptoms and, the, and what we're having happen to our health is we're dehydrating too quickly because of all of the problems that are causing the dryness of the air, not enough moisture, but we're not, we're not lubricating like we used to. We're not, our skin isn't the sieve the way it used to. How do we eliminate all those toxins if we chose the wrong supplement? <laughs> well, let's, let's make sure we don't leave your clientele with an uh, incorrect piece of info. Okay, go All forward. vitamins and minerals do not belong in the refrigerator. I want to really make okay, sure no okay, one gets so off track. I, yes, tell me there, yeah. Oils. Absolutely. That's a different okay. story, but not necessarily others because, in fact, they'll degrade because of the moisture okay, issue. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, I know that seems, oh, no, more complex. No, 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 but it makes sense. It's, it's, you know, it, one of the problems with this whole deal is that in order for someone to really be a good consumer, they would have to be literally involved in this field for some length of time to understand all the nuances because it's not a simple throw something in the bottle and call it good. It really, truly isn't. And there's so much misunderstanding. Let's put it in your body and say this is naturally all nature healthy. It isn't all healthy. That's right. <laughs> that is absolutely, totally correct. So, well, remember I said air. we're allergic to the air. That's natural. Mm-hmm. It's That's naturally true. the way it's in the air. You know, you could say the pollution's naturally there. Well, we can put pollution in your body and cause any severe drought. Um, of problems, dehydration. So go forward. Um, thank you. Okay. So let's bring ourselves forward a bit. So in 1997, they actually put together this whole ruling called GMPs. and said, here's what we need to do to ensure that when people purchase their products, they're going to get somewhere. Well, lo and behold, the rule was made in 03, and then the FDA by 05 had cleared it so that the Office of Management and Budget could put it forward and get going. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are, fast forward to 08, and these guys dragged their feet. Well, last year, in the end of 07, they said, you know what, we've got to get this going because there have been some real foul-ups. In particular, there were some poisonings that occurred with some Chinese herbs. The patent products coming from China had, in fact, been contaminated with both drugs as well as heavy metals. Mm-hmm. And some people got injured. That's the bad news. But long and short of it, they changed the law and said, look, 
we're going to start and we're going to implement really good quality control, just as you would expect from a pharmaceutical product, and we're going to start it anytime after August of 08. A large company, which was defined as greater than 500 employees, has to have the GMPs met. If you have between 500 or 20, you get two years. If you have a small company, you get three years to put this into place. So does the consumer currently know what they're getting? No, not necessarily. Now, here's the good news. Now, now that we've given you the bad news, let's change gears and go the other direction. The reality is many firms have been doing things very well and executing their product production to pharmaceutical GMPs. Okay, so let's get make sure we're clear on our terms. There's food, there's supplement, and there's pharmaceutical good manufacturing process methods. Mm-hmm. And each one goes in sequential order. Food's a lot looser. Obviously, it can have some contamination. It's a product that may not be as clean as, as an example, an over-the-counter product or a supplement. And then pharmaceuticals, we expect to be at the highest quality level, and we always have the expectation they've always been in that direction. Well, many of the supplement firms, at least the ones we deal with, which are generally not your health food store brands, have been at pharmaceutical levels from day one. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd love to suggest as a consumer, you might want to look at some of the websites on some of the big companies, and they've just finally met GMPs. There's one in particular, and I don't want to land up with a lawsuit, so I'm going to let the consumer take a look. But one of the largest ones is busy parading out the fact that they've recently met GMPs. To me, that's awful. Good companies have always started with the premise that if we give you a good quality product at a reasonable price, we would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Not, we'll get there because we're forced to. Mm -hmm. And indeed, many of the biggies in your health food store industry are just doing it because they have to, not because that was their mission. And a lot of it, too, I think, doctor, is in our, all over the world, but it's a lot of those products out there have to meet such criteria that are costing them over $200,000 before they finally get to where they need to be. So a lot of the smaller companies don't do it. The bigger companies don't mind because they're already making a lot of money. And um, there's a uh, very expensive way to do it. Um, and maybe there's, they should start having less expensive so people will be forced to do it with less money to go do it. Well, Everything is so expensive today with the red tape. Um, paperwork, and if they started getting a little more uh, relaxed about the money it costs to go do it or put them on a payment plan to do it so that they will be f- actually doing it, and not bulk, uh, afraid of all that money when they're a small company. I'm thinking about some of the companies that you and I might know. They're not, they're, they started out with herbs, and they wanted to be, uh, they had this t- sincere mission mm-hmm. to be in herbs. And they came out with all these herbs, but who is guiding the education with how do you mix those herbs as a layman? In other words, you might go over and buy uh, four of these herbs and then all of a sudden you're taking them all at once you're taking them the way you want and it might even make you feel good but maybe the feel good isn't the right way to feel maybe there was something artificially uh giving you this adrenaline that made you think you were feeling good but really wasn't it was a severe dehydration rather than making sure you're being uh you're healthy but um I wanted to ask you something. I started hearing a little more about um, alkaline. 
How do you know? Oh, we have a, that, a that was in fact going to be our next program with some of the Japanese manufacturers, and I would love to suggest that we hold off on that because we're not done with this subject by okay. any stretch. Okay, because a lot of people are going. I am to thrilled to have that conversation with alkaline. you. Alkaline. That's right. Not herbs. They're getting into alkaline. Yeah, so. alkaline well, and acidic waters, um, and supposedly you're going to change your health radically. And there are now five or six competitors in the marketplace. So love to have that conversation. Next we'll show, you got me show. on that one. Okay. Let's finish okay, with this I piece. want you to know, if you're thinking alkaline, uh, learn, be sure and study it first. Okay, yeah, go for absolutely. it. Absolutely. So the other piece to the puzzle here, let's talk about the herbal companies, because that's probably one of the biggest areas that's going to have an impact. Let's use a company that I'm very happy to open my mouth about and say something because it's positive. There was a group in Williams, Oregon, and still is, uh, that really did some great work. Um, Herb Farm has been a very uppity-up company that really is one of the world leaders in herbal uh, products. Now, here's the catch with what you just said. They will be able to comply with the good manufacturing processes because their mission has always been quality control. Mm-hmm. So they instituted an expensive lab. It's true, and it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. They've instituted quality control methodologies way back when, mm-hmm. well before any of the FDA mandates said you have to. Now, the problem, as you point out, is the little guys are going to get squished. It's true. They don't have the wherewithal to be able to be competitive. And I realize that that may not be the most ideal circumstance, but realistically, guess what? That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're going to see a lot of the. To understand what I was thinking is, uh, in, in, in any company that you uh, would mention, they had to start somewhere. Yep. The bottom, and they had a passion of wanting to give and care and provide a mission of their belief in what it may be, whether it be herbs or the ball bearing or whatever it may be, uh, the, the next way to grow lettuce on a vine, uh, whatever. But what I'm saying, what I meant was is, uh, yes, everybody has to go by their manufacturing practices, but when they go to sell their products, how are they guiding the products to be sold with where they're being sold? Because somebody who buys them may start mixing them up, and there could be a toxin the way they mix them up. Maybe they're not putting those herbs in the refrigerator that should be in the refrigerator or not putting them in a spot for better storage. That's what I was mentioning. Uh Well, it'll be an interesting transition between now and then so that people will have an opportunity to really get some sense of Mm -hmm. what is it that works or doesn't work because realistically we really, really, really have to be at a point where there should be the quality control. Mm -hmm. Well, and use our heads about how we store our uh, food, how we store our supplements, and use some common sense. Uh, a lot of us, you know, doctor, a lot of people are m- moving their lives so quickly, and they forget. Mm-hmm. Even even I had so many doctors say, too, they'll forget. I can mention two doctors that I've known in the last several months that had to go to the doctor because they were so dehydrated, living a fast life, maybe not eating enough the right foods, um, not drinking enough water, not getting enough sleep. And this is a, a doctor, very, very prominent people, very dedicated to life, but they forgot to, to check, be proactive and do a check on themselves. They became so worn out and so many symptoms. Then when they went to the doctor, their other own doctors, they were doctors and found out they were dehydrated. So it was causing that. It happens. 
It happens. We're all human. That is true. That is true. But I wanted to ask you before we go now, um, what would you like to leave with our uh, listeners today for your education class for them to understand? Here's a piece of the puzzle that I think is paramount. One, if you're purchasing something for your health, make sure, A, that you need it before you go spending your money. How do you do that? See someone who is doing good, solid nutritional testing. Mm-hmm. This is not, well, it sounds like it could be, we're past that age. So you want someone who's going to do some good testing. Mm-hmm. Second piece of the puzzle, there are so many companies and choices, and it's not unlike anything else. You can buy very low quality at very low price, and you can buy very low quality at high price. How do you know? Someone who is in this industry who is familiar will really, truly be able to help you much more than, unfortunately, many of the salespeople you're running into, be it multi-level and or at some of the stores. Three, if you're unsure, sometimes less is better. I'm much more inclined to give my clients a food as an input as opposed to a supplement and herbal. Fourth piece to the puzzle. If you're going to buy something and you're unsure of the company, there's an easy trick that you can employ. Simply make a phone call to the company. Almost everyone has an 800 number or drop them an email and ask them for an independent assay of the product you're interested in consuming. And do you think a lot of companies right now would offer a CD or a DVD? Because it seems like so many of the companies... There are. There are three or four companies that we deal with, most of which are exclusive to physicians who do, in fact, have CDs regarding their GMP compliance and the fact that they have been doing this since day one. The other piece that I want to make certain that everyone is aware of, if you go to our site uh, at Mm centerofhealth.com and you look under articles, you will find that we've got one in particular that gives you a very, very good explanation of exactly what we're talking about what to look for, and it's under supplement issues, mm-hmm. consumers and supplements. And you go to centerofhealth.com. Centerofhealth.com. And, you click, and then you click uh, what now? Um, here, I'll go to it as we speak. It'll probably be the easiest way to do this. So they can get some education here. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to make your life a whole lot easier because there's so much information. It's just difficult to give you the whole nine yards in one fell swoop. So as a consumer, just go to the... Uh, centerofhealth.com website, you'll go to articles, articles. And, and you'll see consumers and supplements. Okay. And then the statement next to it is, and you thought the label was accurate. Mm-hmm. That'll give you a real good sense mm-hmm. about this industry. There will be a whole other subset of that added later this evening, mm-hmm. talking about the new laws, the GMP laws. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to follow this up, and really, as a consumer, mm-hmm. the best way, since no one expects you to become a specialist in this industry, mm-hmm. is ask someone who knows and truly has either been formulating or has been involved in the industry long enough to get the real sense of the who, what, wins, and wherefores. Of course, drink a lot of water when you're taking anything. Yes, and not necessarily adulterated water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, explain to them what that means. That means you haven't played with it with uh, changing pH. You haven't uh, extracted it from a questionable source, and you're not leaving it in plastic containers. And we can go on for quite some period, which will be our next opportunity. Now we know now what you mean. And and let's do a show on some of the things that I've been hearing more about, people being uh, starting to take a lot more alkaline Mm -hmm. uh, tinctures Mm -hmm. or different things that are bringing alkaline back into their body and they're finding amazing results but i want to thank you again 
My pleasure. You are a very special mission there, and uh, I, I really appreciate the time you've given us, and I know all of our listeners are enjoying this. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, a supplement for dry eyes because the air is dry, and it's a product that you can carry with you wherever you go and supplement the eyes. You know, the eyes have never had a supplement. You've always made them, forced your eyes to depend upon the air, and the air is dry. So, and every five seconds, someone's going blind on our planet because the air is dry. So we're going to listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. To reach a show host or guest during the live show, dial toll-free in North America, 866-613-1612. Or, if outside the USA and Canada, dial 001-858-268-3068. We're listening to the class education of your health, and I hope you're wanting to be a little more proactive about taking care of yourself and taking uh, responsibility on this earth, the planet, on this, with the ecosystem and taking better care of your health every day, understanding the power of water and earth cannot live without it. You can't live without it. And recently they were doing some seg- segments with NASA and the shuttles and noticing that Mars might have had some water at one time and looks so much like the deserts of our world and the Middle East and our own country, any desert conditions. How did those desert conditions happen? I know in China uh, they're having a desert condition that it, it, every year it's coming up almost a mile, and they're having to push that desert sand back. And when there's desert storms, that sand is blowing through the air and uh, coming through China and neighboring countries uh, in the area, which is on top of the pollution, and that means even drier air and more allergic reactions and more health problems. So water is vital. Today we have George Gotti, who's the executive director with Hot Springs, South Dakota, talking about water. George, are you with us? Yes, I sure am, Sharon. It's nice to be here. Well, thank you for joining us from South Dakota here in America. Uh, You're representing a hot springs, but tell us how you got to that hot springs yourself uh, to do what you're doing. Well, uh, Sharon, uh, I grew up in the Black Hills of South Dakota, in the northern Black Hills, actually, in a now, little when mining town Black called Hills, Lee. What does Black Hills mean to our listeners? Well, the Black Hills is an area of western South Dakota that uh, is a very mountainous, mountainous region. We're probably most famously uh, noted for uh, Mount Rushmore. And, of course, I was recently featured in the movie uh, National Treasures, and we certainly think that's uh, a very national treasure here located right in our area. Uh-huh. Okay, and then you uh, have grown up there, and now you're with the Hot Springs of South Dakota. Now, is the Hot Springs part of the national park system, or is uh, I've noticed you're with the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, how, what is the regulation to the Hot Springs to give it what it needs, uh, all of the financial assistance and 
protection that requires, uh, is that your chamber of commerce or is it a state park? Well, actually, the uh, hot springs uh, uh, dot uh, throughout the Fall River Valley that run through our little community. We're a population of about 4,200 people. Mm -hmm. And the main springs come up in a... uh, uh, what we call the Evans Plunge, which is the largest uh, indoor natural spring-fed uh, swimming pool in the world. Hmm. And that water uh, changes. Now, how large is that? Well, it changes 16 times per day. 16 and, uh, times per day? The, the water flows through there. There's enough of a stream flow. Oh. So uh, about every hour and a half, this very large uh, indoor swimming pool, and, of course, they've modernized it into a water park. There's areas that oh people can go sit, and it's really a warm water What's spring. What's the square footage of the indoors there? You know, I don't. Uh, That's okay. Um, don't so have they that have right water? Do they have water slides? And they have the water pools. slides. They have okay. rings. They have uh, oh. you know, the uh, float things. They have uh, areas that are roped off for lap swimming and, oh. and places where kids can get, and then places where people can just go and and kind of relax in the in the water. So, it, and this changes sixteen times a day. Sixteen uh, times. Now, is it changing temperature too? No, it's a constant 87 degrees. 87. It comes up out of the uh, Madison Aquifer, which uh, is underneath the uh, Black Hills area, and uh, the water surfaces here. In now, when spring. was that discovered? Well, it was back in the late uh, 1800s. Well, actually, prior to that, the early Native American residents okay. uh, used to camp along the okay. uh, the Fall River, and then uh, in the late 18 uh, in the early 1890s, Fred Evans came to Hot Springs and saw an opportunity to really use the uh, springs as a healing center. Mm -hmm. And he uh, was able to get the railroad to come in and brought uh, many visitors from the east. And actually, uh, Hot Springs, South Dakota, was the the first real tourism center in the the region, in the state. Mm -hmm. And he built a very large hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, Now, is that hotel still there? And that hotel is still there. It's an elderly resident uh, building right now, but the, the structure is still magnificent. Oh, so it's my a, gosh. Yeah, there's something, you know, it's called vintage. It's yes. the story behind history and, and the whole history. Uh, now, on the temperature being 87, so it's always 87 consistently. Yes. And then it changes 16 times a day in height and, about, and, and the amount. It, it changes. It goes right. It flows through the the springs. Come up right underneath the uh, the plunge there, and actually, uh-huh. it's a. Uh, You're going to have to explain that to us because okay. it's fascinating. Because you can see where the ocean current comes up and it comes down, and we know that there's tides that affect bays. The bay has the water come up and come down. But when you said it changes 16 times a day. What, would you define what the change means? Okay, I'll tell you exactly. What, what happens, the water comes up, uh, the Evans Plunge has a very unique uh, floor. Rather than having a swimming pool like we're used to with a tile floor, it has a uh, uh, stone-based floor. And the water percolates up through that uh, as the spring comes up, and it flows constantly. And so that volume of water changes every hour and a half. So you have oh, the volume. Uh, okay. The so the volume the the water stays very constant in height and very constant in flow. Right. And it. Uh, now, when you're in that water, do you feel the flow? You know, you really don't. Because you're putting it into pools. 
it okay. uh, stays there in the pool, and you don't really. So it's always eighty-seven degrees. Always eighty-seven degrees. Did you know I? I've been studying hydrotherapy for oh thirty years. The body is ninety-eight degrees, and having it between let's say eighty-five and ninety-five to a hundred is the ideal temperature. Because if you go over a hundred, that's that your body is only is 98 degrees. Mm-hmm. So if you if you get it too warm, it's going to start to dehydrate. You want it to be able to want to be comfortably hydrating. So the body is getting the therapy that it requires to to put moisture back into the body, lubricate your skin, and allow your skin to have a filtering system. And so that is the ideal. That is a wonderful temperature, listeners, for all of you. Now I bet you have people from all over the world come. Well, we sure do, and we are uh, a, a tourist center. It's always been a very, very popular attraction. In fact, the Evans Plunge is the oldest uh, tourist attraction in the Black Hills, and and so it's a, a very popular, a popular place. And uh, and people come from all over the the world, like you say, and all over our country to uh, now. In your experience state, that. do they bring people there for therapy reasons intentionally? Well, you know, Hot Springs is a healing. Center. Uh, we do have a VA hospital here. We're oh. home to the uh, state veterans' home, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so they can come in and use it and and use it for therapy. Absolutely, and we do have a uh, a, a bathhouse and a uh, uh, another spa in town that mm-hmm. are used. Uh, some of the local inns, for example, our Sojourner Inn also has a soaking pool. So. Uh. Uh, there are several springs that dot the valley. Mm-hmm. And then we do have, uh, along our river walk in Hot Springs, the Fall River is a warm water river, which takes that outflow of the uh, Evans Plunge, and it flows down through the community, and there are now, places... Now, I have never... So it's a warm water river. What is the average temperature of the warm water river? Well, it comes out at 87 degrees, and I guess that varies with the time yeah, of year. I'm going to put you on the spot, and if you can't answer it, we'll do it another time. Um, <laughs> what kind of rock is in the river? Well, we have uh, uh, the majority of the formations around the hot springs are sandstone. Okay, sandstone. Okay, so your rock, there, the warm water coming through your river, what color is your river? The river is uh, is a uh, natural uh, clear clear color. You're kidding! Isn't that amazing? I would have almost said it would have been another color because if it's a clear color and it's a, it's a warmer water, so does it have a blue tinge or? No, it's actually uh, it's very clear. Uh, I that love to fly to fish for trout, and I oh my goodness! I wish that uh, it were cool enough now, what to kind support, of trout do you have? Uh, <laughs> support a population of trout. But it's very clear. Yeah, now what kind of trout do you have? Well, we have uh, rainbow trout and uh, rainbow. Uh, brook trout here uh-huh. in the Black Hills. So, do you serve a lot of that in your restaurants there? Uh, yes, there are I bet. Uh, yeah. uh, restaurants that do serve that, and places that. Uh, uh, you know, if you're a novice fisherman, you can go oh. and fish, and then up to uh, being an expert uh, in fly fishing, you can find spots oh, throughout the black. My, oh, how wonderful! Just thank you, the rest of the world listening to this. You know, I need you to know. You know, I've been studying waters for as long as I can remember. I'm 66 years old, and and so long ago, George, I decided that we better get back to the water and make it a focus in our primary everyday living, um, not only to survive ourselves as, as a civilization, but the earth itself. And the amazing miracles of this earth, all over the earth, and what you have there, uh, for people to understand, to take your family and 
go somebody place and enjoy the nature of life and what's offered there. Eat the trout and enjoy the the springs of the nature of it, the temperature, and learn more about the waters of the earth. It's they should have a guide service just to go around to the waters every year of our country and learn more about them because. The water is what we are. The water is this earth, and it's the secret. You know, we hear the word secret a lot, George. It's the yeah. water, right? Oh, absolutely, the and water. and it's so important. And uh, so much of our community is built around the water. One of the things that we also have here in Hot Springs is the mammoth site. Mm-hmm. And there's discovered the uh, remains of 56 Columbian and woolly mammoths that ranged this area thousands and thousands of years ago. And the interesting thing is that they got caught in a water sinkhole, mm. and that's how they met their demise. And, uh, of course, the, the uh, sediment and so forth has uh, preserved their, their bones, and uh, it's a fantastic, uh, wonderful sight to see. Uh, uh, they offer opportunities for young youngsters to do a junior payload dig, which is... Oh, that's one. Just, I, like, I like to hear what's offered for the children. And my grandson uh, just loved that. Oh. Just uh, they do that, and then do offer other groups to come in and mm-hmm. and do uh, do digs throughout the uh, throughout the year. So there's a lot to do now. When people want to come and look you up, what's the name of your website? What's your okay, email address? It's www.hotsprings-sd.com. So it'd be Hot Springs, meaning SD would be South Dakota. South Dakota.com. That's and correct. More. You know, wouldn't it be interesting in time with our show here? We'll probably be able to do this. We've had so many spring, hot springs, warm springs, to have people have it go around the country and want to visit as many of these as they can and from all over the world because this is what makes our Earth the miracle that it is, is the waters. And oh, absolutely. And, you know, that even goes back to biblical times, doesn't it? Does. it? The water was... Uh, mentioned as a as a agent of healing it's it's the faith of all all over the world that's one thing we all have in common well i thank you for all your time tell everyone i said hello and if you think of anything someday that you'd like to add to the education give me a call and we'll do another show okay well thank you sharon so well, much George, for you this have opportunity. a nice day and you too okay thank you take bye. care bye well, the water, the water, the water, and if I'm boring, I don't care. I think the water is something that we're all going to have to have a partnership with, the environment. The environment means we must protect our waters and, and, and understand that all over the world, children and mothers are carrying water all day long to survive by jugs on their head. Uh, they don't have sanitation. There's waters, like even in Georgia and America, they were not going to have some water if they hadn't figured it out because the river was draining dry. We've got to understand without the water and protecting the water, we have a problem. And Earth must have a civilization for eternity. That's our job as civil, a part of the civilization. You and I, we will do it. Earth has a secret. Embrace your life every precious moment. Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Have a nice day.